Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from Sacramento, California. Woke up quick at about noon. Featuring Damian Barling. Yes, I absolutely still love Russell Westbrook. So what? And Kenny Carraway. Sometimes you're really just vibing out. This is D-Lo and KC. I'm the Streets Voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked. On ESPN 1320. What's good, baby? It's game day. Come on in, hang out, get comfortable. We are with you for the next four hours here on Sacramento Sports Leader. I'm Damian Barling. Acknowledge me! He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And one more time. Acknowledge me. <laughs> We appreciate you so much for being with us. If you're listening on the Odyssey app or 98.5 FM HD2, if you're listening on ESPN 1320, or if you're watching on twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320 or youtube.com slash ESPN 1320. Uh, we appreciate you for being with us. Shout out to Warren and Matt over there on Facebook Live. Uh, thanks for hitting the thumbs nice. up. You can share the stream there on your profile as well. Let all of your friends know about D'Lo and Casey here on ESPN 1320 as we gear up for Sacramento Kings basketball. Tonight, I guess rivalry week continues. It's the Kings and the Lakers. Tonight, it's the 49ers and the Cowboys this weekend. Uh, Nick Wagner is going to join us right around 245 or so after he wraps up some of his TV responsibilities. Uh, he'll be with us, and then right after that, James Ham will be with us to take us home and get us ready for this ridiculous 7.30 start. Sounds sounds fine to me. Sounds terrible to me. It's a heck of a – 30 minutes makes all the difference in the world. Can't wait to watch the fourth quarter tomorrow morning. (laughs) You know, NBA drops the ball again. They drop the ball again. You you said something, and it made me remember. They drop the ball again. First of all, all these switches and all all the stuff that they're doing, you know, today it's still – Hawks Mavericks on ESPN, followed by I'll put some butts in the seats. <laughs> followed by Timberwolves Nuggets. So they want to switch stuff all the time, like it's all good. Damn, Denver on the second night of a back to back, and you put them on against Minnesota. Come on, man! Bad job by them. But that wasn't even the bad job I was thinking about uh, when you just said something. You talked about rivalry week. Did you know that next week is really rivalry week in the NBA? They could have put Kings Lakers next week. Oh, they're doing that again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Isn't this the first year or did they do it last no, year? No, I feel like they did it last year. I feel like they did rivalry week before. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think Somebody they've done rivalry know. week before. But um, yeah, next week is literally rivalry week in the NBA. Bad job by them missing it again. I, I don't care as much about that as much as I care about the fact the four seeded team in the conference doesn't have a single nationally it's not the fourth seeded team a week into the season or two weeks into the season we're 41 games the kings have played the least amount of games in the national basketball association and they're halfway through the season 
and they still can't get any national televised game. You can put. We've seen you move things around already. We've seen you uh, pull teams out of the primetime yeah. lineup. Um, rivalry week, yeah, whatever. The fact that they don't have any nationally televised games is ridiculous. It's embarrassing. It really is. I'm disappointed in the NBA. Hmm. That's my league, too. You know, that's my league. Yep. They got to do better, man. They got to do better. But that doesn't change the fact that the Kings got business to take care of tonight. They do. Whether it's on ESPN or um, BLK Prime or Tubi, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, you watch Tubi? No. Tubi. I, haven't, I don't watch Tubi, but I've seen some clips from some of these Tubi movies. Tubi movies. Tubi movies. I don't know, man. This this feels inappropriate. A tubi, no. I, I, I don't know that I want to put on a Tubi movie. I, I, tubi, tubi wild, man. I, like I said, well, they're they're like. Is um, that like Cinemax at night? Because that's no, what a Tubi no, movie sounds Skinemax. like. Cinemax. Oh. Uh, tubi. A tubi is, movie. Feels. I don't know what Tubi stands for, but they have a lot of these black movies, and the plots are crazy. <laughs> is it like a made for Tubi movie? I don't. I don't know. I don't have Tubi. I've never watched the movie, but they or watched the channel. But they have, like, I see it on Instagram all the time. People be, like, they have a Tubi. Baller Alert has a Tubi movie of the week. They be having some wild stuff. Tubi. How do you spell it? T-U-B-I. T. Oh, okay. I think I have heard heard of this. (laughs) Having some wild stuff. (laughs) But I was going to say, Kings can play on Tubi. I don't care. They could play at 6.30, 7.30, 7 mm. o'clock, mm. 11 o'clock, Midnight mm. Madness. Mm. It doesn't matter. The bottom line is you got an opportunity against a team that is below you in the standings to get a W and continue your win streak and continue to try and create separation. This is a team that you're trying to create separation with. You got an opportunity to do it tonight. I need it. I need it to get done. I'm gonna I'm gonna demand something of these kings. Not like, uh, you're on the road. LeBron's hot right now. Like, uh, no, no. Win this know. game. Win this game tonight. You're better than the Lakers. Win this game. Tubi, Tubi, the, the founders <laughs> are from San Francisco. Yo, Tubi's wild, man. Tubi is wild. One I, of their I, original I one of these movies. Man. One of their original programs is an adult animated comedy. Oh my god! Called the Freak Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they have a a an, an original film about Jeffrey Dahmer called Fresh Meat. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! It's a true story. Um, the music documentary called Pass the Mic. What's that about? Like uh, it, rap? It, a, 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 yeah, I guess so. It's a music documentary. I can't I can't click on it. It says Pass the Mic. <laughs> There's a thriller called Obsessed to Death, which dropped in 2022. <laughs> that sounds like one of the ones. That sounds like one of the ones. <laughs> Boy, there's 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 a, there's a lot here. <laughs> hey man, an, an upcoming original film called Cinnamon. Can't wait to find out what that's about. What? <laughs> it's called Cinnamon. I I I, I can't wait me, to see this. You're gonna make me go. To uh, I'm, I'm 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 intrigued. This is. I found a new world here in Tubi. It's great stuff. Like I said, uh, baller alert if you're ever wondering. They have the Tubi movie of the week. All right. Um, watch out for the Freak Brothers because <laughs> like, I guess brothers. that's what it's called, the Freak Brothers. Uh, you mentioned uh, the game being on the road tonight. One thing that we forgot to mention in our uh, discussions yesterday were the Sacramento Kings 
they're above 500 on the road. They're 10 and 9 right now headed mm. into this game I against like Los Angeles. I like and that. That's crazy to think of, really. Boston, New York, Brooklyn, Philly, Memphis, and Denver. Mm. That's the list. And Sacramento. And Philly just added their name to the list two days ago, mm. two games ago. That's the that's the list of teams in the league above 500 on the road. The 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 Knicks stat is very odd, as they're under 500 at home. Wow, at the Mecca. The Mecca, indeed. Yes, the Mecca is doing the Knicks wrong. They're oh, under 500. Maybe this group of Knicks uh, players can't handle dim lights. Okay. Eh, it could certainly be be or, or or maybe this Knicks team just isn't very good, but they are winning games on the road. Five games over five hundred. Yeah, no, they they they're are good. No, they're they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> one more game over five hundred than the key, or one less game over five hundred. Well, that one less game means a lot. <laughs> that one less game means a lot. That is a bizarre stat, though. but it, it's weird. Like, yeah, all. yeah. Um, you know, the Kings are. You know, we, we say all this. They're on the short list of teams. Like you mentioned a short list just now of teams that have winning records on the road. With the exception of the Knicks, those are all title contenders. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, this is a little more elementary, but they're on the short list. They still haven't lost 20 games yet. Mm. There's, like, six teams that haven't lost 20 games. And to your point, they're all, like, title contenders. It's got to be those or close there's, to those same six teams, right? three ahead of the Kings and then – You've got the Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Nets, and Cavs. Yeah, there are a handful of teams that are 500 on the road, and that's Milwaukee. Uh, they're 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 that's at great. 500 on the road. We we've we we narrowed it down to teams above uh, 500. Mm. Uh, and that's a that's a I'm, but look, tight list. Sacramento, you got a you got an an opportunity. I always talk about this, but you know you can go two games over 500 on the road, and they played. They're fourteen and nine at home. It feels like they've played better at home than fourteen and nine. Yeah, like that's not a bad sure. record. Yeah, you just have those. You have the Charlottes in there. You have the. Yeah. I mean, and, and truthfully, you have that last Lakers game in there, yeah. which 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 stings a little bit because you have this. And I I don't know. It, you know, it, it it you have this streak of, um, hundred and thirty point games, mm-hmm. but the, there is the caveat that yeah, the streak started with an L. Mm-hmm. The 134 started with an L, but that was a that was a home game. And then you have the the Hornets and and the Wizards, you know, sprinkled in there too. And that's three games that you look at like, oh, well, damn. look, they they all count, they all count. So you know, you can do whatever you want with numbers. But they're 14 and nine at home right now. They started off the season 0 and four. Three of those first four were at home. They were losses. That mm-hmm. tells me since then they've gone 14 and six at home. Mm. With a couple of bad losses, you know what I mean. It's it's not even like, you know, uh, oh they're you know feasting like they there's a they could be looking at since that point, seventeen and three or whatever if they would have handled those, but they're playing well at home. But I'm so impressed that they have this over five hundred record on the road, and that includes um, they had a long that was Midwest that wasn't really well they went Midwest to East Coast. I was about to say they had a long. They already got one of their long trips out of the way, mm-hmm. you know, where they went uh, back east. They got one more uh, to go, but ten and nine, trying to get to eleven and nine, I absolutely would take that. They got another matchup with Brooklyn on the way, right? They haven't played in Brooklyn yet. I don't think they've played in D.C. yet. Mm-hmm. Like, so they they have that 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 stretch. I don't even know. Did did they play at the Garden? Yeah, 
They did? Yeah, De'Aaron. Uh, that's that's one of like their bad games. Like they oh. were never in the game. Okay. Julius Randle got. Oh, checked, that's got right. Tossed. Julius scored seventy that night. Yeah, got that's tossed. right. Yeah, and he got thrown out. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, another another long road trip on 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 the way for the Kings for sure. But you 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 hopefully you're entering that road trip with 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 some confidence uh, with the way that they're playing. And I mean they've got tough games ahead just this week. You know we talk about the 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 Lakers game on the road. Man, that one on Friday is interesting to me. Mm. That one on Friday is interesting for a variety of reasons with the Oklahoma City Thunder, which also, by the way, and I I, I slept on this until over the weekend. That's the first night of a back-to-back is yep. Joel is, is, is in town on Coming Saturday. He did God's work last night. Big mm. ups to JoJo. He does. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, he, might need, he might need a night off, you know, to be honest with you. Well, speaking of, someone might have a night off tonight. LeBron James currently listed as questionable mm. with left ankle soreness. Ah, King, take your time, bro. Well, uh, no, I said LeBron James, not Thomas Bryant. <laughs> Thomas Bryant, as far as I'm aware, is uh, he's that's the new he, the he's the new king. He's the chosen he's one. The, he is Sports <laughs> Illustrated coming uh, this Thursday. The chosen one, Thomas Bryant. Uh, but we'll talk more about that. We'll talk more about this uh, Kings Lakers matchup tonight. As a matter of fact, we'll dive into this game by the numbers with our man uh, Will Z. He posted a new article today over on ESPN 1320's website. We'll talk to him when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and Casey continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Odyssey app, 1320 AM, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook Live, 98.5 FM HD. Uh, plenty of ways that you can check out Dealing with Casey here on ESPN 1320. And we're happy to bring in our buddy Will C. Uh, to preview uh, the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers tonight by the numbers. Of course, Will, great follow on Twitter uh, as he tweets all throughout these games with great little uh, notes and facts. And I Will, mean, you, you almost don't even have to follow him because he's, he's on ESPN 1320. Well, he's on the Kings social media. Well, he's on the post-game show. You almost don't even have to follow him. The tweets are just everywhere. Remember remember when Will Z was just, 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 a, just a little youngster yeah, in the chatty I house. Know, and, I know, it's crazy. And now, and now he's, <laughs> he's, he's the most sought at. It, it, now, like, Will Z has almost become, like, synonymous with 30 for 30. Like, the way 30 for 30 is, like, people don't say documentary. <laughs> anymore right. they say it 30 for 30 so when we need a stat 
No one says, hey, I need a stat on. Someone just says, call Will Z. Yeah. Can someone just get Will Z on this? That's it. He's like a Band-Aid. That's it. Kleenex. That's right. Yep. <laughs> That's 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 it's what it's been it is. so fun. You it's, you you are. I still a, can't believe it. you are a brand amongst yourself, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how much I remember, just how it used to be, just me texting you, Damien, just like random stats, and just they, I'm sure, made no sense. So just to be able to grow into this has been just a blast. It's great stuff, it's man. Good, man. Great you, stuff. You work hard, man. You you are yeah, doing and, your and, thing. And, indeed. Thank you, thank and you. Uh, if you want a little background on Will Z, you, you got to check out the live stream during the commercial break. This. Numbers are Will Z's life, and, and, and Will, it seems like the number to watch. And, man, I don't mean to be repetitive, but reading your article this morning, feels like points in the paint is is really what we're going to be watching tonight uh, with the mm-hmm. Los Angeles Lakers, and it goes even further back than just the, you know, the monster game they had at the Golden 1 Center a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and it's especially just with this Lakers team, like, I know we harp on it all the time, points in the paint, but it's just so important with the Lakers because that's how they win. Um, in the article this morning, I put how when the Lakers win, they score 61.4 points in the paint. When they lose, they score 53.6. So it's just about an eight-point discrepancy in the Lakers' wins and losses for the paint scoring. Mm. And they just they don't have the three-point shooting and other means of scoring to kind of make up that difference for when they're not going inside. Hey, Will, can you um, dive in a little bit more into the, the the points in the paint situation for the Lakers? We know that that's something that you got to watch out for. But mm-hmm. in your opinion, how do the Kings combat that? Is it more perimeter defense? I feel like last game it was the, the offensive boards and obviously Thomas Wilt Bryant uh, doing mm-hmm. what he, he did. Thomas Wilt Bryant Jabbar. (laughs) (laughs) Bryant Abdul Jabbar. (laughs) But I I feel like that's where it is. But, you know, is it maybe penetration with with, with Schroeder? I don't know if Lonnie Walker's back. Like those guys, like how do they combat what the Lakers try to do with points in the paint, especially with no AD there? It feels like they shouldn't be able to do any of this. Yeah. And for the Lakers, so looking at it a little bit more, Uh, the paint's broken down into the two areas. So there's restricted area right under the rim and then the non-paint restricted area, kind of like the floater area. For the Lakers, they do more damage in the restricted area. So right at the rim, they shoot 69.1%. That is one, two, three, four, sixth highest in the league. Mm. But in the non-paint, in the uh, non-restricted area, they shoot 42.8%, which is about 10th the worst. So if you can really focus on just converging at the rim, and that's where Thomas Bryant did all the damage last game. It's not like Thomas Bryant was out there hitting floaters or little mid-range shots. So just try and put that emphasis directly on the rim against the Lakers team is how I would go about it. We saw them uh, in the games immediately following the Lakers game, uh, which Mm -hmm. was a – was it 78? Was that the number of points in the paint that last game? It was something of it was it was 70, either, it was 70, 70 for the Lakers and then 78 the next game. Okay. Um, it, it, it seemed, it, it, at least for a couple of games like there, it, and I don't think it went their way against San Antonio, but it had been a conscious effort to minimize. In fact, I think that's where the, the great soundbite from, <laughs> great is a stretch, but the soundbite from Mike Brown came, 
where he's talking about 42, 42. In 42, Babe Ruth's yeah. number? No, no, coach, it's not. But 42, 42, I'm going to go play 42 in the lotto. Yeah, and it was. It was So Lakers had 70, and then the next game was the, the infamous 42. Um, I love that it's now infamous. It's like, yeah. My, my, Poor Mike had crickets at that press my, conference. My, Mike was trying to get that joke over so bad, and it just was like, uh, hey, coach, you want to – you want to elaborate? Wasn't that Babe Ruth's number? No, coach. No, no, it was not. But he was obviously very excited about the 42 points, which shows you like they that that for for you, Will, when you watch these games and, and, and Kenny talks about this quite a bit, points in the paint. Is is that actually the interior defense or does it fall more on the perimeter defense? I don't know. I think it's a mix of both. Um I think it also depends on the team that they're playing to and just the matchup that they are like the Spurs. Uh, they had 66 and the Spurs just shoot such a higher volume of twos. Mm -hmm. So you have the volume of shots that's going to go up. It's naturally going to lead to more points in the paint just with that raw number going up. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm not as much of a, I, I don't have a good answer. I can't find it in the stats where, those are coming from if they're just like guards getting in or yeah. if it's that's, and that's what I was what like the point is Thomas Bryant's probably a breakdown in interior defense and mm -hmm. you, you know I don't think this was the, this, the, the uh, Russ did play the last game but Russell Westbrook would be a breakdown in right per, per perimeter defense yeah. Yeah. I mean and what's good is that the Kings are still doing a very good job of limiting second chance points. So they're at 12.5 for their opponents, which is the fourth fewest in the league. So they're still doing such a great job of not allowing offensive rebounds. Hmm. I feel like the ones that we see stick out. And I know earlier in the season, there were just key offensive boards that were allowed, but on the season, they're doing a really good job, uh, getting those defensive rebounds. And I was, I was just going to say a lot of that stuff, you know, it's a chicken or the egg situation. Like it's a combination mm -hmm. of the two, I think. And they both, they both got to, I don't know if compliment is the right word, but you, you got to have both of them working. Mm -hmm. Like you, sometimes when you have guys on the perimeter that aren't defending and guarding the ball particularly well, you got your big guy that erases some of that stuff. And he, that's what uh, a lot of people say what happened in Utah. Right, Rudy Gobert would mask a lot of the perimeter defensive mm -hmm. flaws that the Utah Jazz used to have. And then sometimes as a coach, I, I put some of the emphasis and the onus on the perimeter players. I say, hey, man, you can't rely on that. Mm -hmm. You can't say I'm going to just let this guy go by because uh, I have a great you know, defender uh, protecting the rim. I got to make sure that I, I take pride in the stop of my guy. So I think a lot of it goes hand in hand in – a lot of the times when you see points in the paint, I think it's a virtue of I always start with the guards, but it could be rim protection as well, though. And part of it, too, is I think the Kings have put such an emphasis on the verticality and are just stressing just go straight up. And I think that sometimes that leads opponents to making tough shots as compared to getting to the free throw line on fouls. So the Kings are committing 20.6 fouls per game, which is 15. So they're right in the middle of the league in terms of fouls. So if they were 
fouling more at the rim, we wouldn't see those points in the paint numbers mm. because they wouldn't be in that source. So mm. it's, I think, part of that as well, them just contesting shots and doing a good job, but teams are going to hit contested shots anywhere on the court. Another thing you wrote about, Will, uh, in the mm-hmm. new article over on ESPN 1320's website, and and, and I, I probably can make the argument you really got the ball rolling with this following uh, the game against San Antonio, and that is kind of the, 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 I don't think, the historical ramifications of what we're seeing uh, with this streak of not only 130-point point performances in a row, but what we've seen in terms of the Kings scoring 130 points on the season. Yeah, they're the only team. They've done it 10 times this season. The next closest are the Grizzlies and the Lakers at eight times. Uh, Kings are 9-1 and one in those 10 games, so with the one loss, of course, being to the Lakers. That's crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. So hopefully a get-back game tonight for that because 10-0 and 0 would be nice. It's a very pretty number, but uh, they're just doing things that no other team is doing this year. Uh, I should go back and see what the record for most 130-point games in a whole season is and see if the Kings can track down that down. I love watching Will's mind work because when he thinks of something, he starts looking around. Like he almost I do. starts I look up. He almost starts salivating. Oh, I'm gonna Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. Oh, mm-hmm. I got a oh, I got a stat idea. Yeah, well, make sure you hit us hit us when you get it. I know he's gonna do it oh, right when you get off the uh, off the air. Um what are the things worst you... is yeah. No, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. What's, what's the worst? I was just gonna say the worst is when I'm afraid someone's gonna snake it. I'll have, like, I have this 130-point stat queued up, like, the day before. I noticed that they had the streak going, and it was in my drafts, and I was like, oh, someone else is going to take it. Like, I'm not going to get to it fast enough. Um, So I'm just, like, always worried that someone's going to think of this obscure stat. (laughs) Will Will Z. Wojnowski, afraid (laughs) someone's going to scoop him. uh, Will going to be like Woj with the the, – email doka story like oh yeah something's going on and sleep and then leave (laughs) some some sham z is going to come in there and and put all the all the stats out there one thing that you also talked about in the article will was um the way the kings are scoring and where the points are coming from and i thought that was a great breakdown uh by you to to have all this and just it's such a balanced offensive attack it really is Mm -hmm. and i see a lot of this stuff in the in the half court, but one thing that I mentioned yesterday about, um, I don't want to say I'm not concerned at all, but what may not be as much of a concern come hopefully playoff time is people like, oh, the game slows down and you know uh, then it's going to be tough. This isn't this like super fast breaking team. I know Will Z kind of wants them to be, but they're not this super fast breaking team, right? Like mm-hmm. they score very efficiently in the half court in a number of different ways. Yeah, they are seventh in fast break points at 15.3 per game. But like you said, Kenny, they just score any way they want. And it's such a fluid offense that they work off of what the defense is giving them from what I see. So if teams are guarding the three, they'll go inside. If teams are guarding inside, they'll hit the three. And it just creates, and they have that mid-range game. Um, The tweet's out there in the article, too, if anyone hasn't seen it. But they just score from everywhere on the court at about a top 10% clip. Mm. And it's just a pick your poison for the other team to try and stop. Tremendous stuff as always, Will. We appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for all your amazing work. And we'll be, uh, we got the notifications on for tonight, my man. Oh, man. 
Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. Thank All you, right. Will. It's our man, Will Z. Make sure you head over to ESPN1320.net and check out Will Z's latest work. He posts an article every single morning um, of a game day, and, it, and it's just, it's just great, great insight. It's yeah. the stuff that you just hear uh, right there where he talks about the 130-point performances. He talks about the points in the paint, and, and he really gives us kind of a, a different breakdown as to what the Kings need to do well tonight. Mm-hmm. And then now that we're getting further into the season, these articles, the further we get into the season, uh, the more fun these articles have become to read because now he can reference the previous times that they've mm-hmm. played. Yeah. And in this case, with the with the Lakers tonight, this is the fourth and final matchup of the season. Yeah, I, and, and man, I wish they would have been able to sweep those guys. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I wish that was still an opportunity, but I'll take just a go three, three and one. one. Yeah, just I'll get the win tonight. One. Go, go, go! You know three I, mean? I definitely don't want to split. It's been a weird, it, like you go back to the first one at the state at the Golden One uh, Crypto in Southern California. Yeah. You, you you go back to that one, and that was, I mean, like that was that was a De'Aaron Fox game, mm-hmm. and um, then you had the blowout at the Golden One Center. Be down. Then you had the the Trista game, the one thirty six, one thirty four. Beamless in Sacramento night, and hey, that was a great game, though. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, that was that was, the energy it was incredible. Was, it, yeah. It's unfortunate it didn't end in a in a win, but De'Aaron in that fourth quarter and mm-hmm. now the place was rocking when he was hitting those shots. It would have been amazing if uh, officiating didn't decide it. Well, if they yeah. had just let players put like kind of like what De'Aaron Fox said, if you had just let the players finish that game out, that's it. That's yeah, it. I mean, that crowd know, was treated to Tony Brothers special. had to. I don't even know if he was there, but Tony Brothers always catch the, the officiating because <laughs> I think it's the name everybody remembers for some Scott reason. Scott Foster, who's twenty six, because that, that that was that was the dude, right? That's that that's the Kevin Herter guy and the the, the De'Aaron Fox yeah. guy. Yeah. I don't know who number twenty six is. All I know is Tony Brothers might as well be Tony Brothers. <laughs> Tony Brothers, Scott Foster, and the the lady with the curly hair, curly ponytail. They told me her name. I think it's like Ashley or Ann. Or something like that, but I forgot. Okay. But also, that's all I know. Is Bob Delaney still a referee? Yeah, I think so. Didn't he have? Wasn't he a know. former FBI agent or something? No, that was uh, that wasn't Bob Delaney. That was um, uh, who's who's the 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 the, the analyst, the Mike Pereira guy? Oh, uh, what is his? <laughs> Oh man! Because it what what that was the uh, that was, what, I thought Bob Delaney, Brad, I don't think it was Bob Delaney, was Bo- it? Bob Delaney was a um, undercover New Jersey cop. Yeah, that's what he was. It was Bob Delaney. Yeah. yeah. Really? Well, he did, he was he was the Donnie Brasco. Who was Donnie Brasco? Yeah, it says he's an undercover. He was undercover New Jersey State Trooper. <laughs> why did why did I think well, well, well maybe 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 I'm thinking about Bob Delaney and I've just got him. But now I'm now I'm you see we didn't switch over because yeah. now I'm confused about who the uh or I'm I'm curious about who the guy is that uh they they go to uh Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson go to like hey what do what do you think about that call? Who is that everybody? Dean Bellin, uh Bell. No, that's the NFL. Yeah, that's what uh, Brian's talking about. It's not Oh, Dean. Steve Jabby. Soren's Steve right. Jabby. Steve Jabby's the one. Steve Jabby, that's phenomenal knowledge. <laughs> Dean Blandino is NFL. Uh, Bob player. Delaney was the guy. Gosh, I thought it was somebody else. He looks like an undercover New Jersey. <laughs> kind of does. <laughs> kind of does. Not surprised. My goodness. Every referee was just a cop at one point. <laughs> <laughs> That'd explain a lot. 
Delaney retired. Uh, oh, so he's uh, not reffing anymore. No, no, no. Oh. He, he retired from being a a, a, a cop. <laughs> and said, I'm going to be a ref. Did you see? Oh, yeah, I, I mentioned this on the show. Swish Parker's trying to be a ref. Yeah, he did mention Good that. Good for him. Good. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mark Wong brings up uh, Mark Davis. He may be the worst ref in, in the league. While serving as a police officer, Delaney was also a high school basketball referee in New Jersey and later officiated the Continental Basketball Association for four years. Well, he's verified. He's verified. I guess he is. I, I don't know. I always thought it was someone else. I'm going to have to further research during this commercial break because this is going to bug me. This is really going to – I mean, it, it, it's clearly this guy, but I swear I always thought it was somebody else. Oh, uh, yeah, Dick Bavetta. I remember Dick Bavetta, David. Wasn't was Dick, Dick Bavetta, Bavetta the one? kissing Charles Barkley? Yeah, they ran and, and – Yeah, uh, <laughs> Charles, for just no reason at all, kisses him square on the lips at center court. <laughs> all right. I guess they those two love each other. <laughs> I was worried he was going to hurt himself. He's out there racing – I'm like, hey, so, man. come on, man. And then I started getting concerned about it. I was like, Charles is about to hurt himself. Yeah, well, that – and then, obviously, you never know what was going on. That was the, that was in Vegas. Charles in Vegas. I'm surprised oh, he showed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, these referee names just keep coming. Bennett Salvador. I remember him. Worst ref I've ever seen. <laughs> Ramsey says worst ref I've ever seen. Um, Who's the guy – who? All right, it was Bob Delaney. God, I don't know. I I thought it was someone else. Who's forever. the guy that it's said Bob steak Delaney. dinner? Do you remember? Hey, Mike, Michael, Mike, Mike. steak dinner, <laughs> steak dinner. I don't remember who that was. <laughs> I don't remember who that was. He was a famous ref, though. Like he was. I yeah. can't remember his name, but he was. He was like one of the forefathers in in current NBA refereeing. Hey, Michael, 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 steak dinner. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> Absolutely tremendous. Are they ever going to give De'Aaron Fox a steak, steak dinner? No. <laughs> Yo, no. Yo, just no. give De'Aaron Fox a call. No, they would uh, – <laughs> he would own uh, Morton's mm. for all the – because they give that to them if they miss a call, right? They'd be like, hey, if I miss it, oh, you steak dinner. <laughs> Damn De'Aaron Fox would own a Morton's. Yeah, Morton's point. would just be called De'Aaron's at this point. <laughs> Fox's. Where are you going before the game? Going to Foxes. This is this is a new <laughs> steakhouse. Foxes. It's the, it's the steakhouse NBA officiating built. <laughs> right, right here in Doco. Echo and Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Echo, man, that was that was some good food that at Echo and Rick's. Oh my gosh, that was some good food. Yeah. That was good stuff. Uh, yeah, we at the end of the year, we're not going to task this man with more work. At the end of the year, we'll have we'll have Will Z like pull up some stats on like officials. Oh man, you know I'm sure they're out. I mean, Will Z could do it too, but I'm sure they're out there. Well, I that's would how think we they know are. About, uh, what's his name's record against Chris Paul? I wonder if a Will Z type did that. Like just because because what was the record? It was it was it's deciding like, games, right? Because it's I not think, like every. I think it was Scott Foster. I think it was playoff games. Oh, playoff games. Okay. And I think it was like zero and seventeen. It was something. It was something incredible. It was. It was something so outrageous that you're like, that's not real. No, it is. Yeah, that was crazy. It is. Chris Paul's one and twelve in games that Scott Foster refs in the playoffs. Man, one and twelve. Man, oh man. 
Well, the good news is when De'Aaron plays 13 games, we'll find out what uh, in the playoffs. We'll find out what official hates him the most. <laughs> right. Though I have my suspicions, and it's whoever the hell number 26 is. But yeah, or Mark Davis. Mark Davis Mark, is 26. No, I don't know, but Mark oh. da- he he might be, but he's the one. I was also going to say, well, good thing for Chris Paul, he doesn't have to worry about that this year. <laughs> you think they're done? They're getting uh, Cam Johnson back. I saw that. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. But, I mean, they might get in a play-in. But Cam, help me out, Cam hasn't played this year. I think, yeah, he played. Did he? Well, don't quote me. I thought he played earlier in the season. Okay. And he he got hurt during the season. It was like real early, like first three weeks of the season it felt like. Man, it's it's hey hey pal, uh, we're sinking. Can you come help us out? I'm not ready. Can yeah, you help like us that's, out? Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. <laughs> like hey, there are seasons slipping away here real quick. And then Kim Johnson um, got hurt the eighth game of the season. Eighth, eighth game. game. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I'd Look even at Jesse. watch. Jesse's I on it today. I, don't even think I, to, yeah, I mean, he's always on it. But shout out to Jesse. I don't even think I had watched Phoenix by the eighth game of the season. Probably not. You saw him opening night. Maybe they played mm-hmm. Dallas. I think. Oh, I did see that. Blocked it out of my memory, though, because it was yeah, just, It's because you know, it's Dallas and Phoenix. Boy, you know, those Boy. two teams I Boy. hate. Dallas and Phoenix? Yeah. Can't stand those two teams. I, I read something interesting on your on your boy, Luca, today. Oh. Luca's always pretty... Nice qu- shoes. I missed them. The Luca them. ones. Oh. Yeah, the Luca ones, not bad. I, uh... I have a pair. Wow. Feel good. Okay. Basketball shoe, walk around shoe. Basketball, basketball. Okay, you playing them? Uh huh. Do you whine when you playing them? Yeah. You cry yeah, a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I noticed that. You bitch a lot when you're wearing them. Okay, I was. Just, <laughs> I noticed sense. that. I was. I was like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> Immediately walked over to Reese and took his off and threw him in the garbage. Like you can't wear these, buddy. We're getting you some new shoes. Uh, apparently, he's been vocal. With with the Dallas Mavericks about his desire to make some moves this season, and they say that's a little a little different for him. Normally, he's it's not his business. He's mm-hmm. he's out there on the floor. He's going to do his job. This year, apparently, with his usage rate being a million, they're like he's like, hey, uh, why don't you do something? Hmm. <laughs> why don't you get me some help here? Oh, okay. And I know how you feel about that. Yeah, you Dallas. You going if I was well. If I was Mark Cuban, you gonna pass? Mm. You gonna you gonna move without the basketball? Hmm. We'll come back. We'll talk more about the Western Conference and some things that went the Kings' way last night. We'll do that when we return here. Plus, phone lines are open for you. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. It's ESPN thirteen twenty. Sacramento Sports Leader Steele and Casey. And KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. 916-909-1320. Oh, shout out Miss P, by the way. Shout uh, out Miss P. Let's go ahead. Uh, let them air horns fly. Miss <laughs> P got a new job out there. And, uh, yeah. She's out there, you know. Let's go. Run it. I, I think it's in the nation's capital. I, I don't know. She might. She might just be moonlighting in in Paris or 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 Dubai Miss or something. Might I don't know. Be Olivia Pope. Oh, I've never seen her. She might be Olivia and Kerry Washington in the same place at the same time. Facts. I could Spax. see it. I could see it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I could see it. Uh, but shout out, Miss P. Um, 916-909-1320 if you want to get in on the phone lines. You, we, we were talking about the, the, you know, the Phoenix Suns and kind of where they sit here in the standings. But in overall, and again, we, no shame in this whatsoever. We're doing it every single night. We are watching the scoreboard to Absolutely. see who wins and uh, who loses. Uh, we're, uh, welcome to the new segment here on D-Lo and KC. Who he root for? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And don't hey, no 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 shame in our game. Forty games left in the season to start watching the scoreboard and see who drops just a little bit further back. Mm. And yesterday, it was the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, who lost, and yep, I think the Clippers yep. lost yesterday Clippers too, lost didn't they? Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take it. Lost to the Sixers, and that's always good when they lose to uh, somebody yeah. on the other conference. Yeah, you know, I mean, in the Eastern Conference, that's some good stuff. So it has the Kings right now. Um, and shout out to uh, Dave Adelman, by the way, for shout making out sure Dave Adelman, Denver man. gets it, gets yes, gets indeed. that win against Portland. Yes, indeed. Um, but it has the Kings still in fourth. They're a game and a half ahead of Dallas. They're now three games in the standings ahead of the Clippers. Five games in the loss column? Yeah, five games in the loss column ahead of the Clippers. Portland fall out of the top ten, and look who has gotten into the top ten, which adds Mm -hmm. what's going on on Friday even more intriguing. Yeah. The Oklahoma City Thunder are now in tenth. 21-23 and right now that OKC Mm -hmm. team is. They're inching up towards 500. Man, <laughs> it's it's funny. They're, yeah, they just the Oklahoma City Thunder just hit the tenth spot. Yeah, they're a game out of the sixth spot. <laughs> in in uh, you know, hopefully the, the Sacramento Kings got to say something. Some they have something to say about it. This won't happen. Yeah. But the Thunder could be the sixth seed in like four days. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I I was trying to say it a little bit. You know, a couple weeks ago, are we starting to see a little of the separation? I think. I think the the Kings are sitting good right now. Obviously, at four, but that that is, six through ten, six through eleven, they just keep. That's crazy. They keep floundering. Yeah. Nobody's well, really getting momentum there. Yeah, and I I, th- I think that's the good part because when you look at it, it's just it's not a ton of games, and when you realize how close six, <laughs> when you realize how close six and twelve are, even six and thirteen, when you include the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, that this is this is just a free for all yeah. at this point. But the most important part of what you just said isn't to me. It's the separation. I don't quite see it the way you do, though. I I, I understand why you why you're kind of driving that point home. But what you just said right there, I think, is the key point. None of these teams have momentum. Mm. Like none of these teams can string together more than you know a victory or two mm-hmm. before dropping a couple more. Yeah. And it's the it's 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 the two in two out two wins two losses one one it's it's a I mean it's a perpetual battle with 500 which is why there are so many teams sitting around 500 right here and 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 it's goes back to a point I was trying to make a a, a week or two ago with James is I, I don't you know we keep talking about, oh you know the Golden State Warriors and and of all those teams the Warriors are certainly the ones I fear the most they mm-hmm. are the defending champions and looking at their roster I see it and they're the one team where I feel like their roster doesn't exactly match their play, in my opinion. But oh, you know, you got all these other teams with more experience. We're halfway through the season, and none of these teams have been able to build anything yet. You could argue Portland—they came out the gates firing mm-hmm. and fell back. 
Utah came out the gates firing and fell back. The 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 Kings kind of stumbled out of the gate. And though I don't think people who were watching the games were particularly negative about the 0-4 start. They were certainly itching for that first victory. Yeah. Once they got the first one, it was like, all right, they're building a little something here. Here we go. And then before you know it, the seven-game win streak is here, and then they've kind of settled in to this spot that they're at right now, plus mm-hmm. three, plus four. Now they're plus five, plus six on 500. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're spot on with that one. Um, winning streak at five right now or four? Kings? Yeah, four. Four, four, four. Tonight, 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 they if they can get five, it done. If they yeah. get this one tonight. Um, and I think I saw something where the Kings, for the remainder of the season, take would take put it with a grain of salt if you want to or whatever, but I think they got like the fourth softest schedule in the league. Interesting. Remember, they started the season. People were like, this start to the season is brutal. The NBA did them no favors. Mm-hmm. First 10 games, I, th- I remember I did that. Mm-hmm. Two and eight. You know, I, mean? I was like, they're going to they're gonna be five and five. I think they were four and six in the first 10 games. But um, they, the first 10, 15, 20 games were rough, you know, with, with these playoff teams and uh, a lot of back-to-backs. And last time I saw, I think it was last week, they had the Kings as, as the fourth easiest schedule remaining. So Those games look a little different now. They do. Portland, the Clippers. Portland, uh, Phoenix. Oh, you mean the, 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 first, the first four. Yeah, 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 the, first, yeah. the first four look a little bit different now with Portland, uh, the Clippers, the Warriors, and then, and then there's that, that Memphis game uh, before they've got their first win against uh, Miami and Charlotte. And and then kind of they 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 started to build uh, after that, and then the seven game losing streak was, or excuse me, the seven game win streak was a little over I mean, a week be, away. People people were saying they weren't going to get any any time to breathe until San Antonio on November seventeenth. That was uh, what's this one, two, three? I think thirteen games into the season mm. at that point. Yeah, and uh, they found a way. When they got to that 13-game mark, they found a way. This was – they saved the season. Mm-hmm. They found a way to be 7-6. and six. They started 0-4. They found a way to get to 7-6 and six after that Brooklyn game. They're still – man, looking at this, just looking at W's and L's, they're still – like you have that seven-game win streak, then you lose three, then you win three, lose, win, then you got two losses, two wins, <laughs> lose, win, two losses, two wins <laughs> – <laughs> Lose, win, two losses, and and th- that's where we are now. We're at yeah. the four. We're at the four straight wins. Yeah. But Maybe my thought of consistency was a little bit off, but I, I guess if two wins, two losses is consistent, I, I guess that's what it is. Well, but you can look at it like this though. In the last ten games, I think this is ten games. It's two, three, four, six. Yeah, four. Ten games. What's that? Seven and three. That's what you want to see. You know, you take yeah. these things, and I don't know if this is the perfect, like, game 30 to game 40, but mm-hmm. you look at 10-game increments, and you, you just you want to keep winning those, right? It's, For context, New Orleans is 4-6 and six in their last 10. Their last 10. Then you got Memphis, who's won 10 straight. Ooh, Memphis is cooking. And Denver, who's 9-1 uh, and one in their last 10. The Clippers are 2-8 and eight in their last yeah. 10. Yeah, they lost last night with everybody there except for John Wall, 
Man, is it going to... Did you see John Wall's interview, by the way? Did you see those clips going out on social media? The one I did see... He was he, burying everybody. He did it with Theo Pinson, right? Yeah. 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 Um, the one I saw was why he didn't go to North Carolina. Oh, I didn't even see that one. Yeah. Oh, I missed I missed that. I I I I saw the one where he was talking about Russ and the trade to to DC. What he what he say about that? That Russ didn't he said Russ texted him. Uh hey, DC's trying to get me, but they said you don't want to leave. And I don't know, I couldn't like I was trying to figure out if they knew that the deal was Russell Westbrook for John Wall. Uh-huh. And he was trying to tell him, and he was trying to tell I couldn't quite get what uh John Wall was trying to communicate with that. If he was like on Russ for that, yeah. or if he wanted out of Washington. Mm-hmm. He talked a little bit about the uh, Bradley Beal stuff, but I, j- I, literally, I didn't listen to the I'd entire like to, interview. I'd like to see him speak, man. Every time you know, I've seen an article on him or um, an interview, he, he doesn't hold back. Yeah, he doesn't have a filter. Yeah, he doesn't hold back. He, the situation he talked about with North Carolina, because he's from North Carolina. That was his dream school. And he said, uh, he said, you know, his mom had gotten sick, and he's like, man, yeah, I want, I want to, I think I'm gonna stay home. He wanted to go to Kentucky, but his mom got sick. He's like, well, I'm gonna just stay home. He said, I can't go to NC State because that's too close to home. Like, mm-hmm. I won't get anything done. So I, I want to go to North Carolina. And like, he goes there, and uh, I think it was Raymond Felton. It was somebody else. It was, it was one of the point guards there, and Tyler Hansborough was there. And he goes up to, you know, as a recruit, he goes up to Tyler Hansborough and is like, hey, how you doing? And Tyler Hansborough is like, I don't talk to African uh, recruits. <laughs> Blew him off. And he said, well, I ain't going here. <laughs> and that's how North Carolina, North Carolina lost out on John Wall. How's Tyler Hansborough doing? Oh, my bad, Ron. Like, that's what you'll be synonymous with for the rest of your life. Getting your face bloodied. And then backing down the way you did to Ron. <laughs> oh, who, oh, oh, my, my bad, Ron. I didn't mean for your elbow to run into my head like that. <laughs> Why do people do that, man? Who knows? Don't who don't knows? treat people that way. You want to hear? You want to hear full transparency? You know, I'm all about it because I'll tell you when it's Barry Horwitz time. You want to hear one of my worst takes? I, I I was like really like going for this when it happened with my homeboy uh, Allen, but they're final college seasons, I said Ben Hansborough at Notre Dame should have been Big East Player of the Year over Kimball Walker. <laughs> I think you – did you tweet that? I feel like someone dug that tweet <laughs> up. I think someone should – yeah, that's a horrible take. <laughs> that is a horrible, horrible, horrible take. Ben Hansborough, he was hooping that year, but there's no – No, he was. There's but no Kimba, way he should have been. Yeah, Kimba yeah, was yeah. phenomenal. That was a terrible take by me. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Kimba. That's funny. <laughs> Kimball waved. Mavericks waved. Yeah. yeah did he, was he, waved, did yeah. he get picked up by somebody else, though? I don't think so. I thought maybe I just, the notification was him getting waved. No, I think he's just out there. Hmm. That's crazy. I, I, I like Kimba. I was a huge Kimba Walker fan when he was with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I was like, this dude is, mm-hmm. he's the truth. And he was, just briefly. And then the knees, dissipated man. quick. Uh, it's tough. The, the, the body, when the body fails you, uh, it's, it's just it's tough, man. I feel so bad for 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 these some of these guys who like you know we, we often just look at the you know we 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 analyze the game or statistics and how much money they make and things like that. And we forget 
you know, these dudes are playing a high impact sport mm-hmm. three, four nights a week. Mm-hmm. And that's, if you're not doing so, you know, a, a, a million point five on his body, if you're not doing that LeBron James like stuff or anything to that degree, then it's tough to stick around uh, would, for, for a long time. Would you, um, it's funny you said, cause I saw a, uh, Another clip from an interview J.J. Reddick was doing. He was on, um, I forgot the name of it, but Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. He was on their podcast, mm-hmm. and he was just talking about, like, one of the reasons I retired is because I didn't want to – I couldn't go through the off season anymore because he was, like, maniacal, right? Like, yeah. he, he, he worked, he said, six days a week and, you know, all this other stuff, and it was very specific and it was, you know, rigorous. And he said, I, I couldn't do the offseason no more. It wasn't that season, but I knew how I had to get myself ready, and I couldn't do that no more. That was one of the reasons why he he, uh, he retired. I think that's one thing people, some athletes don't, like, evaluate for themselves is what works for them. Like, a lot of people admired Ray Allen and his pregame rituals, which involved him being at the stadium incredibly early, being at the arenas incredibly early getting like four million shots up before the game even starts, mm-hmm. right? And he'd be out there before anybody arrived. Like it would always be Ray Allen. And that was just always like just trumpeted as just like this amazing thing. And it was mm-hmm. because it worked for him. But there were people who tried to replicate that. And it's like, yo, that doesn't work for you. Yeah. You don't need to do it that way. You, you, you need to maximize your energy in a different capacity. You need to take pieces of what veterans like Kobe Bryant – or, or, or Ray Allen, or Kevin Garnett, who had like an insane mm-hmm. pregame ritual mm-hmm. that just took place in the back. You take pieces of what they're doing and find what works for you. But so many guys try to replicate these things that they wind up doing more harm than good. Yeah. Or, worst case scenario, they don't do any of it. Right. And then they wonder why after, you know, when they're not 21, 2, 3, 4 anymore, their body's starting to break down, and then you wind up... Well. What did you think about uh, what Stan Van said? I know we talked about it off the air, but like, it is it is where something isn't adding up. Like, I don't so, think the science or anything is wrong, but something's not. I don't know what it is. It's not adding up. Let's let's get to that. Let's do these two things first. Um, last time Kings had multiple five or more game winning streaks uh, in a season. You'll never guess. <laughs> Two thousand. It's not That's six. it. That's it. No, you had it. It's 2004, 2005. Because yeah. 2006 yeah. wasn't a good year. Uh, so the two, 2006 references are done now. The last time it happened was 2004, 2005. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.